dinner theater like you'd see in Las Vegas or something, a huge showroom, you know, it seats a thousand people. And so we were playing up there in, there's a side room called the back, um, backstage lounge, I think it was called. And it was, it seated, you know, probably three or 400 people. It was another big room. So we happened to be there at the same time as Johnny Cash and Marty gets hold of us and says, Hey, come on, you know, I want you to sing backup. And so that's how it came about. And we did. <laughs> and he comes in the room where we're rehearsing. We're already going through the song with Marty's teaching us the song, our part to sing. Johnny walks in, of course, and it's just like, you know, well, what Marty Marty described him as Abraham Lincoln with a guitar. So here's, <laughs> here's, here's, I'm not kidding. That was his description. So Johnny walks in the room. And I swear he says, hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I swear that's what he said. <laughs> it's, it's like it's TV show. We started laughing like it was like, is this real? And he just looked at us like, what's wrong with you guys? I just introduced myself. You know, he probably thought we were the biggest idiots in the world, but we just couldn't hardly deal. We just couldn't hardly deal with him saying, hi, I'm Johnny. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. And stuck at his hands. So there you go. It's crazy. Um, it's kind of, <laughs> when I was a, a kid too, my dad, I remember, I, I remember it in my mind. I was very, very young, but I was, I was on top of my dad's shoulders and we went and saw a Porter Wagner show and <laughs> yeah. Dolly Parton <clears throat> was there with him. And if I'm assuming correctly in my research, you also sang with Dolly Parton a little bit. Is that correct? Yep. You sure did. A couple of, t- couple of different times. And that, that's just. She's a sweet, sweet lady is all I can say. She's just so gracious and no pretentious, no I'm a big star and you're not. She just, she, uh, there's a story about her and a couple stories about her in the book, as a matter of fact. We were on tour with her when she got ill and had to cancel the tour. <laughs> we were like, we were like the jinx of all, of, of uh, being the warm-up act for another act. The same thing happened with Barbara Mandrell. We had a, a summer tour scheduled to promote our album which is what you normally do at that, at least in those days, they would, you, the record label would, you know, get an album out and then you, they, you would get you in front of people. So you'd usually be, you know, a warm up act for a bigger star. Well, Barbara Mandrell had a terrible car wreck out on Briley Parkway. I think the kid ran into her head on, I think. And that put her out of, in fact, I think she pretty much retired after that. Uh, I don't know if she ever went out on the road again. So, and, but we were, we were supposed to go out with her too. So, Two female artists. We were going to warm up. Uh, both both tours were canceled. Yeah, it was so, uh, her claim to bad luck. Her claim to fit was it sleeping single in a double bed. That was one of them, I think. I don't know. She had a lot of song. Uh, you know, uh, big. I think the biggest one might have been. I was country before when country wasn't cool. Was one oh of the yeah, big with, songs. with George Jones adding a little bit there at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was country. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I love George Jones. He was great. Well, my dad used to call yeah. him, my dad used to call him No Show George because I think he went to a couple shows and didn't get to see George. Yeah, I mean he would be <laughs> drinking somewhere and he couldn't go on stage. Good. I'll tell you a funny story about George Jones. Oh my gosh, I have a buddy that I play in a little bluegrass thing with outside the Wright Brothers. We you know do a couple shows a year, and. Uh, he goes to he's out I think they were out in Nebraska some they were it was west of here and they were playing some little bar and uh, they looked down at the monitors you know they're wedge these wedge monitors they used to usually sometimes people still use them but they're real big you know monitors to play you know the speakers hitting back so you can hear the band can hear themselves so and there's something on one of the monitors and it just looks like what in the heck it's all dried and crusty and everything it looks like you know pizza or something you know somebody 
Well, it was. It's George Jones had thrown up on the uh, monitor, and they didn't clean it up. And it, it was like it was some sort of shrine. They, that's what George Jones threw up. Don't touch that. <laughs> Is that crazy? They were proud of it. Don't anybody ever clean that throw up up. It's George Jones's puke. I guess it's. Oh, I guess it's. I guess it's kind of like you know uh, Elvis uh, wiping the sweat off his chest and giving the scarves to girls. I guess possibly. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's little little grosser than that, but <laughs> golly, I mean, I'm picturing the I'm picturing this bar owner going, "Don't touch that." Don't like you. Yeah, sure, I'm going to touch it. It's like the cheese and um, the, the. I don't know if you know the story, the the diary of a wimpy kid. There's the cheese touch. There's this old piece of cheese on the ball court. It's turned green, and if you touch it, you you know you you got cooties for life. <laughs> Uh, That's Tim, another story. Tim Wright, thank you again. Oh man, Billy, I appreciate it. Let's stay in touch, and I'll uh, I'll tune in tonight and listen to listen to the show. Fantastic! I'll get you all the information no. via email for you. All right, and yeah, and I'll get those books to you as soon as I can. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate.